Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. News, notes, and nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Five nothing winners over the Tampa Bay Lightning last night in what wound up being an, an absolutely fun game with Andrew Marsh. I'm Anthony Stalter. Dan McLaughlin filling in from four to six. Right now, though, for you, the 101 ESPN celebrity line is our guy, JR. What's up, JR? Not too much. Anthony, how you doing? Uh, doing great after last night, man. I thought Jordan Binning, I thought both goaltenders for the first 15 minutes of that game put on a show, but Jordan Binnington, uh, once again in a game. If you do not have him, I think you're down one or two nothing early in that game. Yeah, and we could almost say that about uh, what twelve, thirteen of the fourteen games this year. Seriously, He's been, uh, phenomenal. You know, uh, I've been talking to him the past couple of days at his locker stall, Anthony, saying, "Listen, I want to write a story about you. I need to get a few minutes of your time." And finally, yesterday, he goes, "You know what? I've been thinking about this." I don't know if I want to say too much about what's going on. Let's just keep it going. <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, it's, it, stung, it stinks for you, Jared, but uh, I don't blame him on that. So this is the question, right? Like, what what has changed? I, has anything really changed, or has Jordan Bennington just – his confidence is there again. We know the game is there, so when the two things meet up, this is the Jordan Bennington we get. I really do think it's twofold. I, I think that the confidence was there early on last year and then for all the reasons that we know it just kind of deteriorated like i remember being in the locker room when he pulled me aside and he said listen you you want to write a story here's what i have to say let's go let's go come on we can play better and so i think last year with the way it fell apart all the wide open slot shots and just the the breakdown defensively different system yeah i think that uh, it just finally got to him and i know the numbers haven't been good the past couple of years but again he's locked in from day one going into this year the system's changed. The guys in front of him are playing better now. I think that they're used to this thing, and he's just locking it down. He's playing phenomenally. JR, one of those guys that is playing in front of him is Tory Krug. And, I mean, at the beginning of the season, there was a lot of fans that, you know, were like, is he going to get it going? What's going on here? But last night, five block shots, two assists. He's plus eight on the year. Over this past stretch of games, what have you seen differently from Tory Krug that is leading to more offensive success? Well, something I've seen differently is my Twitter feed isn't lighting up with Tory Krug criticism. This, is, uh, <laughs> this has been uh, some stretch for him. And, you know, when I talked to him last night, I said, listen, no points, first 10 games, just what are you thinking, what's going through your mind? And he said, honestly, mentally I was in a good place. I felt like I was creating chances. Yeah, I could be doing a lot more on the power play, but I just felt like I was doing things. We just weren't necessarily finishing as a team. And so he kind of kept the mantra that he's going to practice hard. He's been out early on the ice early and, and just kept going in that direction. And, and we saw it last night. I mean, those passes aren't anything we haven't seen from Tory Krug throughout his career. I mean, there's been a handful of them, but to have two of them precision passing, no looking on the one to Vrana uh, within 19 seconds to help you pull away from a team like Tampa and take that three, nothing lead, just phenomenal. But I'll tell you what, even more impressive than that passing and that offense last night, his defense, I knew he was capable of this because he's done it you know, during his career, but 
the way he's playing physically in front of the net, in the corners, that's what he's been criticized for for the past couple of years. And I think even with a new system, you know, that doesn't help you play stronger, be stronger, be bigger. But he's overcoming that, and he's playing big. Jeremy Rutherford is our Blues insider with The Athletic. He joins us right now on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. JR, I thought it was interesting. Chief mentioned it, and then Jordan Binnington mentioned it multiple times. Buy-in. Is it as simple since that Devils game? Is it as simple as the players have bought into the system, they understand what is being asked of them, and they're they're all buying in? Is it that simple when you look at uh, what's going on right now with this turnaround? Yeah, and, and so listen, anybody listening here on the radio is thinking to themselves, you know, if they had a nickel for every time they heard buy-in, right? right we, we'd all be millionaires, right? I totally, totally get that. But it is a huge thing in hockey. You have to want to do what the coaching staff is telling you will win games, and sometimes it's not fun to do, uh, like Ken Hitchcock's system, like what they're doing right now, blocking a lot of shots. I feel like it was there from day one, but maybe it took just a little adjusting or a little getting used to or getting comfortable with. And I feel seven, eight, nine, ten games, they they look comfortable doing it now. And did I know this was going to come? For sure not. We were saying after seven or eight games, whoa, maybe this team isn't as talented as we thought they were, but they look like they're getting comfortable. They've continued to to march ahead and and do what Craig Bruby and the staff wants, and it looks a lot better. I mean, one of the best teams in the league this last six games, I think that the defense has kind of transitioned into more offense. We've seen that last six games, 4.5 goals per game, and guys who weren't stepping up early in the year definitely doing that right now. And JR, you have to think that buy-in is somewhat infectious. You look at a guy like Jordan Cairo last night. He had two takeaways. Of course, he had two goals on six shots as well. But you're seeing you're seeing him win board battles, keeps pucks in, creating offense, and he's playing a lot better defense. Do you think his teammates see that, and that ultimately is really driving the Blues to a success right now? Marshy, definitely. And and I'll take it a step further. You know, I understand when when people see Craig Bruby criticize a Jordan Cairo or, you know, get on him about his defensive play. And their response is, look, he's an offensively skilled guy. You need guys like that in the league. Just let him do his thing and play. But you can't do that because everything will go out of whack. Then who's listening to you and why are they listening to you and which players have to listen to you, which ones don't? Craig Bruby has to be the same coach, you know, not necessarily with all these guys, but he has to have that same firm hand with all these guys. And, you know, I, I believe that if Craig Bruby and his staff hadn't been on Cairo the past couple of years, we wouldn't see some of these winning board battles in the defensive zone that we saw last night. We've seen this season from Jordan Cairo. So I do think that each individual player, you know, the thumb is on them to play to the best of their ability. Yeah, use your skill, but let's see what the team needs. I think everybody's given that. It is contagious, and Cairo's at the top of that list. So based on, JR, your preseason expectations for this team, what we were told about the way that they were going to play – which team is the real version of the Blues? The one in the first eight or so games or the one that we've seen since the Devils game? Well, it's definitely not the one in, in the first eight. Um, again, not to give the excuse of they were getting familiar with the system. Um, and, and it may not be this team that's rattled off this great stretch five or six. You know, I don't want to ride the fence and say, you know, it's in between. I think they're closer to this team because, I, like Ken Hitchcock and I think even Andy Murray has said in the past, you know, old Blues coaches, uh, if you've shown that you can do it, you can do it. Why can't you? And, and so, you know, you see the skill up front. You see some of the balance. You know, is it a cup contender? Is this team going to continue to average 4.5 goals every six games? No, that's not going to be the case. 
but the the talent is there, the capability is there, and if they continue to have that buy-in that we talked about, hey, there's another nickel for you guys. I think that they can be uh, a team that, like Doug Armstrong said at the beginning of the season, could finish third in the Central, could be a wild card team. Again, not a cup contender, I don't think, but a team that could be somewhere in that conversation. All right, JR, last night something weird happened as Pavel Buchnevich thought he had an empty net goal. <laughs> we got a question from the 314. This texture was at the game, wanted to know why that goal was disallowed. Well, thank God it wasn't a big woo, you know, Ric Flair thing. But <laughs> I, yeah, I thought, I, I knew play had stopped, and I said to the people sitting next to me, Luke, Luke Korak, and I said, uh, listen, I heard a whistle. So what was that? And we asked Craig Bruby after the game, what did they tell you? And he just kind of shook his head, and he said, I don't know. They said they heard something in the building. So <laughs> play stopped. I don't know if it was Pete in Section 232 or what, but somebody blew a whistle, <laughs> did something that stopped a National Hockey League game last night and took a goal away from Pavel Buchnevich. That's terrible. Well, here's the interesting thing. Why the officials should go up to each other and say, hey, did you blow the whistle? No. Did you blow the whistle? No. <laughs> did you? No. No one did. Okay, goal. Good goal. Yeah, that sounds like a Three Stooges act there. But Yeah, could you imagine having Buchnevich on your fantasy team? You need uh, one more goal, and, and you lost out because of the whistle last night. <laughs> Not great. Uh, JR, great stuff as always. We appreciate you. Don't forget to give Jeremy Rutherford a follow on Twitter, at JP Rutherford. I'm sure you're already following him, but, again, make sure you give him a follow uh, if you have not. But we'll talk to you next week. Have a good rest of your week. Yeah, thanks. Some uh, video and some uh, analysis of Jordan Bennington's play thus far coming out of the Athletic in the next uh, couple of days. Excellent. Good stuff. Looking forward to that. Thanks, JR. See ya.